All right, guys, Corey Davis here with another thrilling episode of the Warm Up Podcast. And today I want to talk about anecdotes as they relate to like research and training and the fact that you're an anecdote. So, a pet peeve of mine is when someone looks at a study and says, This is the thing that works for most people. Therefore, it will work on you. And how intellectually inconsistent that is with the concept of saying, Hey, this thing works, but I'm going to disregard it because it's an anecdote and it only applies to that one person. I've never seen a study, and for context here, I have an undergraduate degree and a master's degree from the University of Georgia, the best university in the world for like sports training on the basis that we are back-to-back defending national champions in football. Ergo, we are back-to-back defending national champions in who's good at working out. I can't get a more clear scientific piece of proof than that. So... I've never seen a study where in the study, 100% of people had some amazing positive result. I have just seen studies where most people have an amazing positive result. And then you then take that and you say, okay, this works for most people. So that's what I'm going to build my training philosophies around. When someone says they're like research driven or science backed in terms of their training, that's what they mean. They have looked at the research. They've seen what is effective. So they know things like, oh, eight to 12 reps. That's the effect of this. Oh, this is the amount of resistance training one should do. Oh, this exercise is more effective than this exercise. That's what they're doing. They're looking at that research. And I I agree with this as an idea. I don't, I would say we are a science backed research driven facility in terms of the way we write workouts. And so you look at all those things and you determine, okay, you know, based on all the present literature, here's what I think we should do. And then you do that because that's what will help most people. And I think that's fair. And I think that's a good thing. And the other end of that spectrum is having someone say, this is the thing that worked for me. And then you say, well, that's not what works for most people. That's an anecdote. And because I know that doesn't work for most people, I'm not going to apply that to our like training philosophy. I'm not going to have everybody in our group classes or I'm not going to write a program with that as the like basis for it. Because although it worked for you, research shows that it doesn't work for most people. I think these are all fair things. Where I have an issue with it is when someone says, this is what the research shows for most people. You have done something else and gotten really good results from it. But I think you're wrong about that because that's not what works for most people. And I'm going to ignore your anecdote in favor of doing what works for most people. And that's fine in the aggregate of training other people. But if something works for someone, that is what you should do because none of the research shows that it works for every single person. So it is entirely possible that that person is that outlier or that person is the 30%, 40% that it is less effective for. So the reason this has come up recently, I was talking to a guy and he was asking me about some diet stuff. It's like, what should I eat? When should I eat it, etc. And so I explained to him that, hey, here's what the research says. You know, here's what you should eat. Here's when you should eat it, etc. It's like, however, the guy that I was talking to is in his like late 30s, early 40s, not a super, super young guy, but he's in phenomenal shape. He's super fit, very strong, very fit, very like jacked looking, is doing really well. 
So I was like, you know, hey, bud, like, here's what research shows. If you were starting from ground zero and you didn't know anything, I would have you start at this because it's the most likely. That's the old like, hey, when you hear hoofbeats, think horses, not zebras. So, hey, here's what works for most people. Here's what research shows is most effective. Here's what you should start with. But also, if that's not what he's doing and he's clearly done really well, then by all means, don't discount that and assume that you should do something else just because that's what works for most people. You're not most people. You are just you. So while I do think you should start from a, if you don't know anything, you should definitely start from what works for most people. That's the most logical thing to do. That also doesn't mean you should discount it and start ignoring your experience because you are an anecdote. You are not everybody. You are not a group of a hundred people working out together. You're just one person. So if something works for you, you should do that. That is my quick two cents on that. I've seen a few people over my, you know, last decade running the gym. Oh shit. More than a decade now. I've seen a few people train really hard and get really good results and then start getting into the research of training and change up what they do and get worse results because they are not the average person. Um, So that's my quick two cents is I think the logical way to make decisions about your health and training is to start with what works for most people because that's the, you know, statistically that is the most likely thing that will work for you. Start with what works for most people and then examine how you feel, make a note of how you feel, think about how you feel, and then over time figure out what is the gap between what works for most people and what works best for you. So that is what you should be doing with your own training, with your trainer, et cetera, is starting from what do we know are the best practices and then making little tweaks over time to what do we know are the best practices for me? And that could be for you just like genetically, that could be for you with your schedule, that could be for you at this point in your life with the amount of stress you have going on. I could give you a piece of advice like you should strength train three times a week. But then if I find out that your schedule doesn't allow that, I'm not just going to sit there and say like, oh, well, research says we should work out you know, three times a week for 45 minutes. I might say, hey, that doesn't really work for your schedule. It's less optimal, but the most optimal thing for you is to work out twice a week for an hour. You know, you will figure these things out over time. But I don't like the idea of discounting someone's personal experiences and dismissing it as an anecdote in the same breath that we assume that everybody should adhere to broad, generalized, non-specific advice. That's my quick two cents. If something works for somebody, you should let them do it. They are an anecdote. Thank you guys for listening to the warm up podcast. If you like the podcast, I would encourage you to please share it with a friend. Just print off, you know, a transcript of it and just deliver it to their home or send them the link so they can listen to it. Subscribing is good. Maybe leave a comment. I think there's a place to leave a comment on Spotify. Any of those things are helpful to us. I don't know how it helps us, but I know that it's helpful. I appreciate you all. Thanks for listening every week. Peace out.